Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Thank you so much for joining me once again on this chapter day journey, which finds us in Psalm 99 today. I spotlighted verse 9, which says, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Today's podcast is entitled, That's Kadosh. While being in quarantine has frustrated my extroverted need for interpersonal interaction over the past 10 days, I have also been mindful each day to appreciate the opportunity it has afforded Wendy and me to spend lots of time with our grandson Milo, who normally resides across the pond in Scotland. Yesterday, my exercise monitor informed me that I'd set a new personal record for exercise in one day. So if you're having a hard time getting into that New Year's workout routine, I suggest finding someone to loan you their three-year-old for a few days. One of the more endearing developments during our extended time together has been Milo's desire to go to sleep in Papa and Yaya's bed. Last night, Wendy and I climbed onto the bed with Milo between us. We read three books together, and then we turned out the light. We sang softly in the darkness. As we sang, Wendy reached over Milo and held my hand. We lay, sang, with Milo nestled between us. Even with my hearing impairment, I could hear Milo's deep, breaths as he drifted off to sleep. We then whispered a prayer over him before we slipped out of the room. That, my friend, is a special moment. I mean, I just wanted to stay in that moment forever. If only I could bottle it up and hold on to it. I immediately knew that it was a memory that I will remember and cherish always. Now today's chapter, Psalm 99, continues this section of ancient Hebrew praise songs. They were likely used for liturgical purposes to call the Hebrew people to worship in the temple. And the lyricist of Psalm 99 layered this call to praise with a metaphorical meaning that casual readers in English will likely never pick up. Remember in yesterday's post or podcast, I shared that everything is connected? Well, the Hebrews found spiritual connection with numbers. Each number had meaning. Seven was a number that meant completeness. Three was a number spiritually connected to the divine. So the fact that there are three stanzas, each with four verses, four plus three is seven, seven times the songwriter used the Hebrew name of God, Yahweh. Seven times he uses Hebrew independent personal pronouns. Three times he refers to God as holy. Now in the Hebrew, the word holy is chadosh. Now I confess that holy is a word and a spiritual concept that I failed to fully understand, or flat out I just got wrong for most of my journey. The concept of holiness, as communicated by the institutional churches that I've been involved with my whole life, 
made holiness out to be just simple moral purity in the utmost sense. The equation was no sin plus going to church equaled holiness, like X plus Y equals Z, which meant for me that holiness, unless I was Mother Teresa, was pretty much unattainable. I have come to understand, however, that chadosh has a much larger meaning. There are moments in life in which everyone in the room knows there is something meaningful, something special, something larger that is happening in the moment. Our daughter, Taylor, has an audio tape of the moment that she entered the world in the delivery room. You can hear her squeaky little cries with her first breath. You hear Dr. Shaw announce that it's a girl. You hear me talking to Taylor, this new little baby on the warming table. I mean, when you're in a room and a new life is born, that moment is karosh. Last October, I stood with our daughter Madison in a courtyard. We watched the congregation stand and turn towards us, the beautiful bride whom I taught to walk when she was little. I was now walking down an aisle to give her away to the man she loves. People smiled, people wept. Ugh, that moment was karosh. I sat in the dark room of the nursing home as my grandmother's life ebbed away with each strained breath. Through the wee hours, I kept watch over her. I held her hand. I sang to her her favorite hymn. I read the final chapters of the great story to her and realized in the moment that it was like reading a travel brochure for the trip that she was about to take. That moment was Chadosh. Last night, as Wendy and I held hands and hovered over our peaceful, sleeping grandson lying in our bed between us, we sang softly, we prayed blessings over him. It was a holy moment. That's Chadosh. Throughout the great story, when God made a special appearance, and theologians, by the way, call that a theophany, the person to whom God appears is typically mesmerized, speechless, dumbfounded, or just plain overwhelmed. To be in the presence of God, described by the lyricist of Psalm 99 as the royal king of kings, to be in that presence... That moment is chadosh. So when the psalmist calls me to worship, he's not religiously demanding that I dutifully go to church in an effort to attain some pinnacle of moral purity. In fact, when I meditate on the fullness of all the chadosh moments that I've just recalled, then all my old notions of what it means to be holy are silly in their triteness. The psalmist is calling me into the mysterious, beautiful, meaningful moment of Kadosh. 
I hope you have great moments in your own journey today, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.